Hello, hello. I am back for another episode of This Same Purpose. Really excited to be back. Um, Happy Memorial Day, everyone. It won't be Memorial Day whenever this comes out, but nevertheless, Happy Memorial Day. Um, I am coming off a really rewarding and fun weekend. Um, This past weekend was my birthday, and my parents and my brother uh, drove a very long way and flew a very long way to come see me in Texas. So really, really happy to spend time with them over this past weekend. We went axe throwing, which was a lot of fun. It was an adventure. I, um, I'm i very competitive and not always talented at the things that I'm really competitive in. So my poor family has a lot to put up with, but it was a fun time overall. Um, and I learned a lot. I learned about axe throwing. So hopefully next time I go, I'll be able to do a little bit better (laughs) than how I did this past time. Um, but yeah, great weekend. Great weekend. I am here after kind of a long time away from the podcast and I have to give a huge shout out and thank you to, Um, A few people, you know who you are. I had a few conversations with people recently. And in those conversations, there was a mention of, when are you going to be doing, you know, another episode on your podcast? When are you going to be putting another another one out? Like, what does that timeline look like? Are you still going to be doing it? Um, And I think that's kind of what I needed to really get back into this. (laughs) Um, I'll be honest things have been busy, um, and I haven't made it a huge, huge priority, but, um, my goal is to, from this point forward, um, and those conversations were encouraging and kind of a reminder that there's a reason why I'm doing this. So anyway, I'm back. Hopefully I will be more consistent moving forward, but nonetheless, I am here today, um, on Memorial Day. And before I get started, I want to just recognize, take the space to recognize um, all of the the wonderful people who have sacrificed so much in our country. Um, I'm reminded of even my, my great-grandfather. Uh, I've been thinking about him a lot today, and he passed away about two years ago, a little over two years ago, and he, um, he fought in World War II and had a lot of, a lot of stories. Um, he he came back from the war and built a family and i've seen that you know my my whole family my big family um we while, while he was alive we took time to honor him and as um i was re- just remembering the time uh whenever we went up to iowa for his funeral and got together with family and the stories that we heard about him and um, really the, the big sacrifices that he made and the ways that his life was hard in, in some ways. And I just, I re- I'm remembering people who have sacrificed so much, um, especially who have sacrificed so much in their early years and then gone on throughout the rest of their lives to build such a legacy. So anyway, I just, I want to say a huge thank you to people who, have lost loved ones because of that sacrifice. Thank you for your sacrifice as well. Um, And I think it's so important for us all to take a moment to pause. Um, One day of the year is hardly enough, but um, at least one day a year to pause and to recognize the sacrifice of all those people, um, your loved ones. So anyway, I want to take that time to say that, to to say thank you and to recognize even my own own family um, and what, what they've sacrificed and given. So Without further ado, I want to go ahead and get into this episode 
I'm really excited about the topic today. It's something that's really close to my heart and that I have had some interesting experiences with. So just a little bit of a preface. Um, don't judge me too hard. <laughs> I'm going to share some personal stories from, it is from my preteen years, so take it in, in context of, of preteen years. But um, the topic of identity, you know, I I think this is so important because I think in the world that we live in, it is even more natural to recognize doing before being. And whenever I read the Bible, I see so much about who we are um, and less about what we do. And I think it's really important to recognize that. And then to start to start with the who, to start with who we are. Even, you know, I've been I've been taking some coaching classes, getting a coaching certification. And one of the things that we talk about in coaching is that we always start with the who. Because all of the doing will eventually go back to at the very root of everything we do um, is who we are, our values, what we believe, um, how we see ourselves. So I want to just take this time to talk about that a little bit. There were a couple a couple quotes I have uh, read, heard recently um, that really stood out to me. The first one being uh, by A.W. Tozer. He is one of my all-time favorite writers. I just... I read his books over and over again and glean so much every single time that I read. Um, One of the things that he says that just stands out to me so much is, what comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. I'm going to read it again. What comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And I think that's really, really, really profound. Um, It's easy today to, and I keep saying it's easy today. Um, I'm not very old, so I am, I'm using the, the years of experience that I have in, in my life so far, but from, from patterns that I have seen and recognized, there's a temptation to, whenever we see something lacking or whenever we, we don't feel like we are, or, or we, um, where we are in life or where we are, who we want to be, if that makes sense, um, to look deeper into our own selves, um, kind of a a self-actualizing process of just encouraging ourselves and building ourselves up and speaking positive things over ourselves. And um, there's this kind of self-help culture around that. And I don't want to say anything bad about that process of encouraging ourselves. The Bible even talks about that. You know, David, there's a story in in David's life where at at Ziklag, which was this, this, um, town, this camp where they had, had all of their families, David and his, his warriors, and they went off to fight a battle, came back and realized that the whole camp had been raided. Everyone was devastated and they started to turn on David and get angry at him and, and berate him and accuse him. So he went away with the Lord. Um, and the Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. So whenever negative things are happening and our circumstances are just crazy and not what we want them to be, I don't want to say anything bad about encouraging ourselves and speaking life. I think that there's so much power in that. Um, but what is important in David's case is that he went, he went in to, to God. Like he, he went away with the Lord. The Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. And I think that's a really important distinction that we need to pay attention to is that he didn't just encourage himself in himself, but he had a source that was higher, a source that was more substantial, a source that was greater than himself, and that was God. And the only source we're ever going to be able to have to have a stable identity is God. I truly believe that. So whenever we talk about, you know, what 
what what uh, Tozer said, what comes to our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. We're recognizing that identity starts with what we believe about God. It's really tempting to start to build our identity on what God says about us as Christians. Um, that is a step up from just believing what we want to believe about ourselves. But what's even better than believing what God says about us, and that is important, that's step two. But what's even more important than that is to see God and to know Him and to to recognize who He is because everything begins with Him. Things don't begin with us. Um, things begin with God. And whenever we can really know what is true about God and we have a relationship with Him, um, then our identity is formed in that place. So there's also another quote that stood out to me recently. Um, I listened to this podcast called The Biblical Mind, by, and it has uh, Dr. Drew Johnson, um, who is the host of this podcast, and he interviews different people about biblical topics. And one of the episodes I listened to recently was featuring um, Lucy Pipiat, um, and she is a theologian. One of the things that she said in this episode, and I highly recommend listening to it um, if you have the time, but one of the things she said is, our identity is formed by the voice of God. I'll say it again because I just think these quotes are so powerful. Our identity is formed by the voice of God. So remember, if we think about identity as first, uh, what we think about God, what comes to our minds when we think about God, then we're reminded that if our identity is formed by the voice of God, that means that we need to be listening to what God is saying about who he is. That is the place where we always have to start because we will run out. We are finite. We are fallible <laughs> as humanity. And every day I'm reminded of, of that fact. <laughs> I don't have to look beyond uh, myself to realize that. Um, it's very evident even beyond myself, but I don't need to. All I have to do is just wake up and realize that there are so many limitations that we as humans experience um, because of sin, because of the fact that we are created beings, whatever, however you want to frame that. The reality is God, God will always be greater. So if we want to rise, if we want to lift, to be lifted up as, as people to, um, to really live the kind of lives that we believe God's called us to live, then we're going to have to come to a higher place. We're going to have to draw our strength um, and draw our, our very definition of self from a higher place. Um, now I'll get a little bit into the story, which I'm a little hesitant to share, but <laughs> only because my, my teen years are, I mean, everyone's teen years are a little, um, little embarrassing to share about. So nonetheless, I'll just, I'll go ahead and uh, put it out there. But one of the things that was the most, I guess, pivotal experience that I've had as it relates to my identity being formed is whenever I was 12 years old, um, I had grown up always wanting to either be involved in athletics or music. A lot of my friends um, growing up in church, um, even my, my brother and my dad were amazing athletes. They just had this natural ability. Um, they also had a natural interest in it and just invested a lot of time in perfecting their skills. Um, I, I always tell them, they, they make fun of me for my lack of athletic ability, but I always tell them that if I really, if I really cared about it, I could be good at it. Like I have, I have the talent. I don't know if that's actually true. It's just what I say to make myself feel better. Maybe, um, who knows, but nonetheless at 12 years old, 
it was not there for me. You know, I really tried. (laughs) I really put forth effort. Um, But every time I would try to play a sport, I would either lose interest in it or just get really tired um, of not being good at it. (laughs) And I would eventually stop. I never, I never really like quit in the middle of a season. I always would finish the season out. And I remember the last year I played softball. I was like, you know what? This is, this is it. I'm done. (laughs) I don't need to have to do this. Um, I'm sure I have other, other talents. So it kind of worked like that where one, one thing after another, I would try, it wouldn't go really well. It wouldn't feel like my thing. I wouldn't really be good at it. Um, and then I would just want to move on to the next thing. The same thing happened in music where I tried every instrument I could think of. Um, also didn't invest a ton of time into learning it. So there may have been some of that contributing to it, but, um, just didn't really have a natural ability to pick it up or really even a natural interest in it. It just, it just wasn't my thing. And I remember trying all those things, singing too. I had a friend tell me that, Matana, you just don't really have great pitch. And I really appreciated her honesty. And it was kind of like, okay, well, um, maybe I could get better at this if I really practiced a lot. But I don't know if I um, really feel like that it's my thing <laughs> enough to practice it. Which may have been another uh, flawed thinking, uh, fl- flawed thought. But, you know, again, neither here nor there. Um, long story short, again, this is a long story, but at the end of all of that kind of going back and forth, I kind of just got frustrated. My 12 year old self was just like, God, what the heck are you doing? I want to know what my life purpose is. (laughs) Also maybe didn't help that my mom was a coach and I, I heard about the topic of life purpose and calling and all of that very often, which was awesome, but also kind of made me a little bit of an intense 12 year old, um, but I remember really being frustrated at God and my 12-year-old self. And I think that no matter how big or small the issue may seem, we all come to places uh, where we feel frustrated at God, where we just don't understand, um, where we kind of lose sight of who we are, I think sometimes because we lose sight of who He is. Um, and I remember just being frustrated and saying, God, who am I? Um, kind of a rhetorical question, expecting Him not to answer. And I remember almost as clear as I'm talking today, um, and I don't, I don't hear the audible voice of God, um, necessarily. Some people do. That's amazing. Um, for me, it's more like a thought that I know I would never have thought on my own. Um, and if it's a thought that lines up with scripture, I know it's from God. So, um, I had this like loud inner thought that just resounded. I was, <laughs> I was in the shower. I was crying in the shower, um, <laughs> mad at God. And anyway, Yeah. Uh, we're all, we're all messy people. What can I say? So he's, I just remember him speaking as, as clear as today. Um, you're mine. And it was that simple. And as soon as he said that it was like just this wave of relief washed over me and all of a sudden it no longer was about what I did. I didn't have to play a sport. I didn't have to sing. I didn't have to play an instrument. I didn't have to, I didn't have to be good or be the best at anything. I, I could just be his and that was enough. And I just felt such peace. And I remember after, after I got out of the shower and, uh, was a little bit more collected. I, um, I looked up, you are mine, um, in scripture. Cause I remember thinking, I feel like I've heard that somewhere. And, and I had, it was in Isaiah 43, one. And it says, but now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel? Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. 
And I saw that in scripture and those words, you are mine, just resonated with me so much. Um, I also want to acknowledge that I am not Jacob and I am not Israel. So this verse is a little bit out of context in the way that um, <laughs> the way that I was applying it at that moment, which I think is okay because we see a God in Isaiah 43, 1, who says this to his people. So if he says this to his people in the Old Testament, he says it to his people now. So uh, recognizing that, you know, taking scripture out of context carefully, right? <laughs> um, but this verse just really, really resonated with me. And the words that were spoken to me in that moment really resonated with me. And I think it goes back to where we get our identity. Um, my identity came in that moment from the voice of God. And I think whenever I heard um, Lucy Papayat say, um, Pe- uh, Pepiat, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce her last name, but we're going to go with it. Uh, whenever I heard her say, our identity is formed by the voice of God, that moment <laughs> came flooding back to my mind where quite literally my identity was formed in that moment by hearing God's voice, um, his voice saying, you are mine, and that it's enough to just be his, that we don't have to perform, that we don't have to show up in any particular way, that we don't have to contribute anything in particular to um, have a stable, steadfast identity in him. And I think obviously we do contribute and obviously things do, um, the things that we do, do matter, but those things come from a place of being. Those things come from who we are. When we recognize who we are, more importantly, whose we are, it's at that point that we are able to move forward in the direction, um, that God has for us. And I remember just weeks, literally weeks after I had that moment with God and recognized who I was in him, there was just like this, this, I don't know if it was this veil that opened off of my eyes or if there were just doors of opportunity that began to open. But I began to see that God had given me a gift of writing and it had kind of always been there, but it had gotten hidden because I didn't, I had, I was not seeing my identity from a proper perspective. And as soon as I got in alignment with God's vision um, and with God's word over my life in that moment, it was like I, I really began to see more clearly. And literally weeks after that, I started the same purpose, the blog that I have now. Again, at the time, it was not quite as built out as it is today, not that it necessarily even is today. So imagine a really rough, <laughs> rougher version um, of this same purpose. But it was where I started. And I remember just even in the the name, this same purpose, I felt purpose. Um, something that I hadn't felt before. And that purpose came from a place of recognizing who I was in in Christ, hearing his voice over my life, um, and more importantly, recognizing who he is, recognizing that he is greater and that what I do and who I am um, has to start with him if it's going to work. <laughs> I've seen it not work. I've experienced it not work. And I can attest to the fact that when we start with him, it works. It really works. So, um, that's what I have for today. And again, I want to say thank you to those who have encouraged me to keep this up. Uh, my hope is to publish more episodes in the coming weeks. So if there are any comments or questions or maybe other thoughts that this has sparked, this episode has sparked, please let me know. Reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can find me on social media at Matana DeWitt. Um, and yeah, I'd love to start a conversation about this. One of the things too, I'll just make a quick note that one of the things I've learned in coaching is that 
um, as a coach, coaches aren't advisors, coaches aren't therapists, um, coaches are our partners. They're they're partners in discovery, um, partners in in really getting to to the root of things, and that's kind of the perspective that I see for this podcast. That um, it's not just me putting content out there. I actually want this to be um, valuable, and I want it to be a conversation, and I want it to be a place where your own inspiration and thoughts and wisdom can be sparked and can develop further. And I would love to learn from you guys as well. So anyway, please reach out. We'd love to connect. Um, if you did enjoy this podcast, it always helps to subscribe and follow. And if you want to rate and review, um, I would really appreciate that too. So until next time.